Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. Good night. Good afternoon. Good morning. (laughs) Whatever time frame that it is that you're listening to this podcast, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I appreciate you subscribing to the podcast. And then I also appreciate you sharing the podcast with those that you love or people that you feel could necessarily use some of the stuff that we're being able to bring to the table here with this podcast. I know and you know, I've said it many, many times before, that this is just basically a snapshot of my journey and what I go through and what I struggle with and my ups and my downs. And then I share it with you and you guys take whatever you want from it. So I've had some people say to me, it feels good to know that somebody else is going through the same struggle that I'm going through. I've had other folks say to me, hey, you should be a coach or you should be somebody that's able to invest in other people because you have a great insight or whatever it is. At the end of the day, it's just me, a microphone, and my life. And the things that I go through every single day that I know that matters. And I know that we're all struggling with the same types of things. So by me sharing with you is a great way for me to be able to help others, but also as therapeutic as it can be for me to be able to share my story. You know, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast itself, there is a value and there is something that comes to people when they share their story. It's helpful. It's therapeutic. It's something that we need to be able to do in our lives. If I know that I have the ability to be able to share my story and be able to talk about things that matter to me that I struggle with or that I'm having a hard time overcoming or something that I'm trying to be able to do in life, but I know I can go to other people that can understand and relate to the things that I'm talking about or understand and relate to the struggles that I'm going through, what do you think that that does for me and my psyche? It helps me. It helps me be able to accomplish whatever it is that I'm trying to be able to accomplish and for me to be able to step back and go, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, for me to know that I have other people in my corner or other people that I can relate to, not compare to, but relate to, and be able to know that somebody else struggles with the same things that I do helps me to know that I can be successful. I can continue to drive down the road. I can continue to put one foot in front of the other and do all the things that are necessary because I know that other people have struggled with the same stuff, if not more stuff, and are still able to push forward, be successful, and be amazing at everything that they're doing. So the, so the concept of the podcast here is the fact that if I share my story, I don't know how many people that this could really reach out to to be able to say, oh, you know what, I should say you never know how many people that this could reach out to that are struggling with the same stuff that I am. Now listen, the whole entire COVID time frame, the quarantine piece, I was pretty good when it comes to like weight loss and those kind of things I maintained. But the second that I found out that I was going to be losing my job on January 4th was a really, really difficult time for me. It's my identity. It's who I am. I've done the same job for 15 years, work for the same company. Well, not the same job, so I've done different roles. But 15 years that I've invested in one company to be able to do the things that I love to do, to invest in others, making sure that I can continue moving things forward and be the best version of me and helping them to be the best version of them, all along the while getting paid 
getting good benefits and having a good retirement happening. But because of cuts and because of downsizing and because of strategy change and all that stuff, I'm gone now, right? So I don't have a job anymore. So after January 4th, I've now got to either look for other employment or go down the road of trying to be able to make this podcast work and whatever other things that I'm trying to be able to do. But these are the struggles that I'm, I'm going through. But what's amazing to me is to know that there are many other people, not good situations, but many other people that are going through the same exact thing as I am. Loss of jobs, downsizing of organizations, all these different things that we have that all these people are going through that we can go through together and I can know that somebody else gets me. They understand me. I got so many messages from a couple podcasts ago from people that found out that I was going to lose my job that literally were like, hey, listen, I lost my job and I felt empty and I felt hopeless and I felt like I, I didn't have any way up, but I found something new and I found something great or the success stories are amazing with the amount of people that were that leaned in on that fortitude and that that angst and that anger that you go through during the whole entire process to be able to get there, they all came through it on the back end. And so will I, but it's difficult, right? It's difficult. It's difficult to be able to hop on a podcast and be able to talk about positivity when you're not really feeling a lot of positivity in your bones. <laughs> and, and the overall grand scheme of it is, during the holidays, you want to be there for your family, you know that benefits are going to be ending, all these different things that are happening, you, it's, it's all nerve-wracking and it's scary and all those things. But it helps me to know that I've got other individuals that are listening to the podcast, that watch me on social media or anything like that to know that they've been through it as well and they've been successful. So they kind of pave the road for me to know that I can be successful as I move forward. Now, with that all being said, here's the thing. The reason that I'm doing this podcast today is because I've been hearing from a lot of people, people across the board, all over the country, from left to right, top to bottom, that have all said, and you know you've heard it because I've actually said it, across the board where people think 2020 can go away. Let's close the chapter. Let's move on. Let's, let's do whatever we have to do to make sure that we just forget about this last year and move into a new year and be successful, be positive, and really push things forward in 2021. Now, the conversation I was having the other day was, why are we thinking that way? It is not a great feeling to know, to be able to tie one into the next, to know that I'm losing my job after the new year. So I found out back in like what, late November, late November, early December, that I'm losing my job and that this place that I've invested so much time and so much energy doesn't have an opportunity for me right now to be able to move forward. And now I've got to go find something new and re-identify the things that I want to be able to do in life in general and stability and everything else. Now, it's difficult to hear that. It's difficult to process through that, and I could just lump it together with many other things in 2020 that many people want to be able to lump together to close the chapter of, and no matter what side of the political view that you side on, no matter where you're at, but listen to all the things that we had to go through in 2020. I want you to just take inventory for a second, right? Think about all the things that we've been through. We've been through a racial divide where we see people on camera being murdered and killed just based on the fact of the color of their skin and the way that we handle things, right? 
We've been through a political divide where we have hatred and animosity spewing out of the White House, where it's like this landscape of just crazy nonsense that's just thrown out everywhere, both sides of the aisle, all across the board, and it's insanity. We've got a virus that's crawling through the landscape that's killing over 300,000 people, and that literally is decimating all of our industries, our small to medium businesses, our landscape of anything that we're doing to be able to continue to move forward and be a free society and a democratic society is being lambasted and killed and destroyed by a virus that we're barely able to be even, even, even though it's been great lately with the fact that we've got some viruses or, or the um, vaccines going out to some people. But at the end of the day, the pace that it's going out comparatively to the pace that are dying in hospitals is overwhelmingly on the negative side, right? So racial, political, health-wise, we got a world that's falling apart that's starting to warm up at the at the capacity that's crazy where storms are getting stronger and things are happening left and right. That is a direct correlation with the way that we treat our world and the way that we pollute our systems and the things that we're doing, whether you believe in it or not. Like I said, no matter what your political landscape is, there is known facts into the fact that we are destroying our whole entire world, right? All these things are going on. We got all this stuff going on. And then on my own personal level, I lose my job. We're in this tumultuous, weird place of where we're going moving forward and what my, what my agenda is and what my dynamic is. And we look at all of that and we say, man, I just want it to be over. And we keep on lumping things in with, oh, if 2020 can just deal another deck of cards and another slap to the face and another blow to the ego and do whatever it is that 2020 has been doing, we all are like, get rid of it, close it down. But here's the thing. I had a conversation on live the other day. I said to somebody, I said, hey, listen, if 2020 is so bad, what have you gained from 2020? And they were silent. And they're like, well, what do you mean? 2020 can kick rocks. I don't want anything to do with 2020 anymore. Let's just move on to 2021. I said, hold on. Hold on one second. You know, we had this full-blown conversation with the fact of 100% I want to be on board with we're going to be great in 2021. We're going to do great things in 2021. We're going to plow through some of these things, and we're going to you know, navigate the landscape of what we're trying to be able to do and, and still continue to push forward and be amazing versions of ourselves. But here's the thing. 2020 wasn't necessarily as bad as what you might think it is. 2020 should be a year of learning, should be a year, of, a year of growth or a year of opportunity and resilience and overcoming adversity. All those things I just listed with the, the racial divide, the political divide, the disease that we have are all learning opportunities for us to be better moving forward, for us to learn from the situations where it could be feel still so dark and the situation that we're all in where we're sitting back going, man, I just, I just want things to be over. I just want things to be done with, close that chapter and keep moving forward. Yes, I agree with you and I'm, I'm a complete realist. And I know that I agree with the fact that 2020 can literally go away if it needs to. But I also don't want to lose sight, as we've talked about on this podcast many, many, many times before. We always talk about learning from our mistakes, learning from our opportunities, 
learning from experiences, learning from failures. And even during this year where we've had so many things thrown at us, we can learn from all of that. On top of learning from it and on top of actually taking some things away to be able to be better people and stop being so hatred-filled and so racially motivated and so upside down instead of treating people like fellow human beings, we're also champions. All those things I listed are a lot of things for somebody to go through. These things aren't easy. Those things that we went through in 2020 should literally make you feel better about yourself to know that you can go through a lot. You are more resilient than you give yourself credit for. We've all been through so stinking much. How many of you are like me that doesn't even want to watch the news anymore because all you see is hatred and animosity spitting from the the front office in our country all the way down to the senators and house representatives and then all the way down to the frontline media fabricating stuff and making things look worse and it's just a it's it's just a toxic situation and we're sitting back going wait a minute how's this all happening on my watch what like really what can I do about this but we see it all happening around us and it becomes reality even if it's fake or lies And we're like sitting back going, whew, man, this isn't what I signed up for. That's not, maybe that's not who I voted for. Maybe it's all upside down. And maybe we're in this place where we're looking around going, man, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Why are we so filled with animosity and hatred and all this stuff? Why? You know, there's many different reasons. But the fact of the matter is, is like I said in the beginning, If 2020 is going to be able to give us one thing, it's going to be a learning opportunity for everything that we need to do moving forward. How do we respond to items? How are we inclusive to people? How do we embrace the fact that you're different than me? Whether it's by skin color or whether it's by culture or attitude or religion or whatever where we can start to actually embrace each other for our differences rather than hate each other for the differences. I mean, literally, at the end of the day, that's one of the things that's a crying theme throughout this whole entire country right now. We're so stinking divided. And it isn't about masks, and it isn't about politics, and it isn't about whatever. It's about humans being human and one human race loving each other and continuing to move forward. Instead, of instead, what we get in the way of is political party, views, Ways of thinking, ways of living, not understanding other people, not entering a conversation with the attitude of, I need to learn from you rather than my way is right all the time. So when you look at the whole entire landscape of 2020, if we don't learn from this and we don't become better and we don't evolve and be a better society, better humans, better people, then what the hell are we doing? Because literally, we're just sitting back just spinning our wheels and we're failing. We're not doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing by growing as humans, growing together and having one human race, all of us continuing to push forward. Instead, you, you, we feel that, is, that we need to be divided socially, economically, racially. It's just crazy to me. And if we don't learn something from this, 
and as a society, step back and go, we're so much better and so much more powerful as one unit rather than many different separated factions around the world, around the country, around the cities <laughs> that we live in, all the way down to the front lines, then what the hell are we doing? We should be learning. We should be growing. We should be adapting. We should be overcoming. If you think about it, all the stuff that we've been dealt with in 2020, be proud of the fact that you've been through it. Don't look at it as being like, oh my God, it was a failure of a year. It's horrible. It's it's gross. It's disgusting. Close it down. Shut it down. I want nothing to do with it. But instead, look at it as being like, hey, you know what? I know I, I'm, I can persevere through anything. I can go through anything. I'm strong. I'm, I'm strong-willed. I'm ready. Let's go, right? But on the same token, we don't do it. We literally sit back and we just wallow in our sorrows. And we sit back and we go, oh, this year's been so hard. It's been so tough. It's been so this. It's been upside down. And listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I understand. I, 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 fully, I fully get it. I do. There are many people that have lost loved ones during this whole thing. There are many people that have lost jobs that are really struggling to make ends meet, that are forced with or faced with evictions and mortgage lapses and all these things. And it's not fun. And it's not great. And it's not unicorns and rainbows. It's not. I get it. I do. Because I'm going through some of it myself. But here's the thing. Why can't we just come together as one human race? Is it impossible? Some people would say yes. Because we're so buried. We're so buried in our beliefs. We're so buried in our stigmas. We're so buried in this way of living and this way of doing things that we're sitting back going, man, you know what? My way is the right way. It's the way I was brought up. It's the way it should be. Rather than going, how can we be better What can we do together to move things forward? How sad is it that some budget planning portion of the government is put up forward and they're literally always at the cusp of shutting down the government because they can't get along? And ideally, they disagree with every single thing together rather than coming together as one unit to say, we need to do what's better for the society as a whole and not always my way is the right way. I mean, we see it all the time. How many times have we had shutdowns already? Literally, the government shuts down because they can't talk to each other across the aisles. They can't discuss things. They can't, they can't come to mutual agreements. They're always so bipolar. I mean, they're literally just so on bipolar ends of the spectrum, and they're literally fighting with each other and coming after each other, which is a perfect example of what society is in general. I just don't get it. I'm going to look at 2020 as being something that we've been through, and I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to grow from it, and I'm going to say to myself, what can I do to be better? How can I be a better person? What can I do to invest in people around me? How can I be kind? How can I push forward and treat my brother of black, brown, yellow, beige, it doesn't even matter whatever colors we are, and treat everybody the way that they should be treated as one human race? Why can't we do that? That's what I'm going to focus on. 
I know that I'm going to learn something from 2020 and take away some of my inhibitions or the things that I think about or some of the things that I have that are maybe interior that I've grown up with or been taught or or been maybe fed improperly by the media or different politics or whatever else. And I'm going to make the decision based on the fact that you're a good person and I'm going to fight with you, not against you. And I'm going to go down the road of being an advocate for holding hands rather than putting hands up to fight. And I'm going to be a person that's going to continue to invest in others and be kind and be gentle and do the things that are necessary because everybody has a story and everybody's going through something. And if you're not focused on the fact that you can help other people, then what are you doing? You're selfish. You're an egomaniac. You're literally all about you. Stop doing that. It doesn't take much for you to invest in other people. Be kind to other individuals. Do things for others because, because, right? doesn't take a a full wide spectrum of things that you have to check off the list to be able to think that, oh, I got to take care of this and I got to take care of that. How about just do it because kindness just because. Why can't we do that? Why can't we live in the space that we're just going to do something good for somebody else and not expect anything in return? Why can't we do something that we can help individuals that are less fortunate instead of always thinking to yourself, well, they should be working for themselves and doing whatever they have to do. Why can't we just be kind to individuals? Why can't we? Is it that hard? Are we really in a place where we think that it's so hard? And I know a lot of people say, well, listen, I earned my money. I did my thing. I I work my tail off to get to where I am. I shouldn't have to be able to support somebody that is lazy or those kind of things. And I get all that. I do. I get it. But every once in a while, don't you think somebody just needs a hand? Somebody just needs a little bit of assistance, encouragement, enlightenment, love, adoration, and kindness? Don't you think every once in a while, we all need a hand every once in a while? Why do you think there's so many Americans right now that are waiting for some sort of help from the government to be able to say, just help me a little bit. Give me a little bit of restitution or, or, or some sort of ability to be able to feel a little bit of alleviation from evictions or mortgage lates and all that good stuff or whatever else, right? We got all these things going on in the country. We're looking for a little bit of handouts, but, but for a homeless person to look for a handout because they've fallen on hard times, we're going to look at them differently, aren't we? We're not going to look at them as like somebody else that just wants to be able to do because they're forced to because of COVID. We're going to look at them because they're less fortunate. And you know what? To be quite honest with you, they're probably lazy. They're on drugs. They got alcohol, whatever else. No, we're humans, all of us, every single one of us. You're a human. I'm a human. Why aren't we helping each other? At the end of the day, 2020 should teach us that, should teach us that we're all in the same boat. It does not even though there is some disparity with the fact that COVID has really attacked our minority type of population in the country. But at the end of the day, it really is just a, I don't really care who I'm going to attack. And I don't really care who I'm going to infect. But if you're making stupid decisions by not wearing masks and those kind of things, guess what? I'm going to go attack them anyway. I'm going to do whatever I have to do because I, 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 there's no, I, I don't pick and choose. I just go. And at the end of the day, if we don't learn from that, making decisions like wearing a mask for other people, it isn't about you. It isn't about the individual that doesn't want to wear a mask. Like literally, I'm infringing on your rights. 
right? You know, I know that this is political, but at the end of the day, I wear a mask because I want to protect other people and I want to make sure that everybody else is taken care of, whether I'm an asymptomatic or I'm an actual person that's carrying the virus. It does, you know, like literally at the end of the day, I'm protecting other individuals. So this is what I mean by being selfless. Why can't we just help others and just do whatever it takes to make sure that other people are taken care of? But no, we got to go down the road of this political landscape of government can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. It's infringing on my rights. What do you think you're doing by telling me to wear a cloth over my mouth and my nose? But no, it's the worst thing in the world. I can't believe you're telling me to do this. Get off your high horse. Seriously. It's about others. It's about us protecting other individuals. It's about us doing what's necessary and learning from where we were at in 2020 because this isn't going anywhere. It's not going away anytime soon because we're not getting the vaccine out any anytime like at a full capacity. So what we need to do is to take the steps and measures to continue to stop it from spreading at a rapid, rapid rate. But no, we're not looking at that, guys. No way. It's not real. It's not the, this virus is a hoax. It's a media run organization. I'm not going to wear my mask because I don't want to. I know I'm off on a tangent right now with the masks, but it's the part of the truth. It's part of the problem. Part of the problem is if we don't take 2020 and look at some of the positive things that were come from it and continue to move forward, we're never going to get anywhere, guys. We're just not because we're stubborn idiots. That's what we are. All of us. We're stubborn idiots. We think to ourselves too much and too in the space that like it's almost like my way is the right way and I know how to how it goes. I hear people when they're doing interviews with people about wearing masks or going traveling when they say don't travel during the holidays. Um, I feel pretty safe. I feel like I can get to where I got to get to. I'm good to go. Are you a doctor? Are you a scientist? No, you're Joe Schmo from down the street. So you really don't know anything. But instead, you're doing it because people told you that you shouldn't. And you're being that kid that wants to get into the cookie jar. Just like I always talk about when you tell somebody no to something and you want to fight against it to say, you can't tell me no. And I'm going to, feel, I'm going to keep on moving forward. So here's the thing. Here's what I want you guys to do. When we look back on 2020, and I know I've been off on a rant, rant here about the whole masks and everything else, but it's part of the problem, and I'm just speaking honestly. I do that with you guys all the time. I speak exactly how I feel. Here's the thing. I want you to take a piece of paper, and I want you to write down on this piece of paper, 2020 on the left and 2021 on the right. Okay, And I want you to write this down in big letters, so make the header 2020 on the left and 2021 on the right. And then I want you to divide it down the middle with a line, Okay, right down the middle. And then what I want you to do is I want you to actually start to quantify some of the things that happened in 2020 that are actually positive things that you can celebrate. Now, it may take work. You may have to dig deep. You may have to think to yourself, man, I don't know of many things that are happening that are <laughs> that were great in 2020, but you may have to dig. But you know what? You're going to find some stuff, and you're going to dig through when you look at the whole landscape of February all the way till now, and you're going to think to yourself, man, I didn't know that I had so many good things happen to me. So maybe it's social media. You know, I met a whole community through TikTok. 
Now, TikTok's this app that normally would be just kids dancing and lip syncing and doing whatever. But no, I, I met a huge community. I met a, a group of people that are all on the same page that want to be positive influences and want to be the best version of themselves and found an outlet to be able to connect with each other. I would have never found that. How about my artwork? I literally went out and bought an iPad at the beginning of the pandemic because I was like, I need to do something to be able to continue to move things forward and be a positive influence, but also creatively, I need to have an outlet. I can't go out with my friends. I can't do different things that I want to do. So I'm going to use this iPad to be that part of it. So I, I, I've refound art again. I found the passion for drawing things and being able to make these avatars to make people happy. So I started to move down that road. I would have never found that in 2020 if it wasn't for quarantine and COVID. It wouldn't, I would have not have found it. Literally, it's found a passion for it. How about just the appreciation for small little things, the things that we're doing in life, the things that we appreciate in life, our kids. How about the fact that with them working from home and you might be working from home, that you found more time to spend with your children again, even though sometimes it may be annoying, but at the end of the day, you wouldn't have had that before because they would have been at school and you would have been at work, but now you're finding time together. You're starting to bond together. Your family unit might be getting a little bit closer and tighter. Think about these things, guys. On the left-hand side of that page, start to fill in the things in 2020 that you're actually happy about, that you're proud of, the things that you accomplished, the things that you learned. Start to take inventory. Write these things down. Because what you're going to do is you're going to then take some of those things that you have that are so positive in 2020 outside of all the noise. You could probably list three or four pages of crap that happened in 2020 that you just really don't aren't happy with, right? Including me. Losing jobs, losing medical insurance, losing all this different all these different things that I have. Losing the connection with people. No more bro hugs. No more all these all these little things that we have that are going on. Well, listen, we can fill pages and pages, but no, I don't want to be in, in that space right now. What I want to be is I want to be in the space that you're going to look at what happened in 2020 and figure out what went well. What did you do that you're proud of? What, do you, what made you happy this year? And once you write those down, you're then going to use those things to move forward in 2021. Use them as catalysts. Use them as momentum builders. Use them as, you know what, 2020 wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to lean in on the fact that whether it's family that's together closer and tighter, whether it's the social media aspect of things that I've learned, whether it's a new venture and a new occupation and whatever it is, you're going to keep moving forward and you're going to be the best version of you because you've earned it and you've been through a lot this year. You've earned it. We've got to learn from it. The things that happened this last year that we need to learn from, goods, bads, and indifference. Be in the space that you're in a learning mode. Use 2020 to continue to be the best version of yourself. Do not let 2021 start off the same way that you felt 2020 was. If you're in the negative mind space, right? This is why the exercise helps because if you have a lot of positives in 2020 that you can then carry forward, then we've got momentum. Now we've got some drive and now we've got some positivity that's going to help push us through and start our year off on the right fashion in 2021. 
I don't know if that makes sense to you guys. And I know I did some soapbox moments here where I talked about a little bit more political landscape and views that I normally do. And I hope you stuck with me the whole entire time. And I hope I don't lose users and listeners because of it. But my main point was, let's learn from our mistakes. Let's learn from the stuff that we've done in the past that weren't, was not all that great. Things that we've done that we made some poor decisions based on opinions, based on views, based on all these different feelings that we have. And let's push forward and be the best versions of ourselves as we move through 2021. So I hope you do that exercise. Left-hand side, 2020, what are you most proud of? And to know that 2021, whether you're going to set goals, set them around using some of those things that we did well in 2020, okay? All right, guys, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.